everyone. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Spook Notes podcast, where we get academic about everything that goes bump in the night. My name is Marlena. And I'm Connor. And on this episode, we will be talking about Fear Street. Yep. Uh, this is going to be a first impressions episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really talked about this yet too much between the two of us. That's right. We don't talk anymore. Uh, this is also the first uh first impressions episode we've done in a while that's right um because there hasn't really been a lot of movies coming out in the theaters and even though this wasn't a theater movie uh we still thought it was notable enough that we would do a first impressions episode on it um to kind of review our thoughts with each other and with you guys and kind of go from there so um yeah um, so as with all First Impressions episodes, like I said, we haven't talked about it yet with each other. This is our raw thoughts. We just finished the third one, Fair Street 1966, yesterday. Um, and also there's obviously going to be spoilers, so what we'll do like we do with every First Impressions episode, we'll start with a simple yes or no recommendation, non-spoilery, and then we will let you guys go off and watch it, and then we will talk about the spoilers. So... Uh, Marlena, let's start there. Mm-hmm. So simple, yes or no recommendation. Marlena, would you recommend, and I guess we're talking about all three of them, really. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend Fear Street? Yeah, boy. Go watch the Fear Streets. All three. Yes, I think you should go watch this. these uh, compilation of three films. Only you could... Take a simple yes or no answer and turn into whatever the hell that was. That's right. That's I, you know what? What can I say? <laughs> it's a skill and a talent that I have on this earth. Well, you know what? Would you rate this? Rate this? What, do you recommend this movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's great. So you guys can uh, stop listening now. Um, thanks for tuning into this podcast been a slice well clearly we both recommend it so you should go and watch it and then come back and, and listen to the podcast that's right uh so because at this point we are going to be talking about spoilers so this is your spoiler warning everybody uh as we as we spoil fear street that's okay right. mm-hmm. so uh let's get into it so marlena uh generally what were your thoughts what did you think of uh fear street i liked it it's really good um it was funny it was spooky, it was gory, and it was all around a good family movie. Highly would recommend. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I really like this um, this trilogy. Um, they were all kind of following the same storyline. Um, however, they were based in different times, like time periods and decades and shit, uh, which I thought was very interesting. And that way you can kind of see, like, You know, the present story, uh, a past story, and, like, the origin story all kind of in one. And, yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought the casting was very good. The jokes were funny. Um, Yeah, I I thought it was really awesome. And I I truly mean this. I think you should watch this. It's on Netflix, so there should be no reason as to why you can't watch this. Um, Yeah, what about you? Although I've met people who don't have Netflix. 
which is just weird. Who are these people? Who don't have Netflix. It's are just, they like, the same people that have Android phones or something? <laughs> like, get with the mainstream. I'm just kidding. If you have an Android phone, um, I'm sorry for you. No, I'm just kidding. Again, um, good for you. <laughs> um, no, I, I liked it as well. I think that um, it was interesting. It was kind of very experimental in the sense that it wasn't a film, it wasn't a TV series, it wasn't even a limited TV series, it was just like a collection of films that all tied together and all came out at literally the exact same time, like within a week of each other. Um, so in a way, it's kind of like like a mini-series? It is kind of like a mini-series, but each one is its own self-contained film as well as having an overarching story. That's right, I like that. Um and we'll, we'll maybe, in a bit, we'll kind of break down each individual film. But, yeah, overall, I think I enjoyed this experiment because it was something that you don't really see all the time. Uh, a story being told in this way. Because, um, obviously, it's based on IP. Like, it's based on the Fierce... Well, not really. But we'll get into that. Um, but it's, it has the name, the Fear Street Books. But the fact that they kind of made this horror slasher thing. And they were just like, instead of being like okay movie one is coming out now next year will be movie two is like literally all the exact same time and that would have been a lot of work to essentially make three movies back to back to back um to have them basically released within like a three week period yeah um so i think that's kind of cool and, and i don't know if it's for everybody because i know like people like smaller chunks essentially like episodes like a tv series but i think they did it this way because i, I think that the production value was more like a, a movie instead of mm-hmm. a tv yeah. show so i i enjoyed that as well yeah. um so let's so let's talk maybe about some of the specific things that we liked um so maybe let's start with like what do you think of the overall performances marlena like of the actors and and stuff like that i actually thought it was pretty good i thought there was a good diverse cast which was great um in terms of like the actual like the main characters and everything, um, I loved how they, you know, like, were lesbians and stuff, I thought that was, like, a nice kind of, like, twist in a way, because normally you don't, you don't, it's not reflected as often in, in movies or in TV shows, so I thought that was good, you know, especially with all, like, the gay rights movements and, like, LGBTQ, like, I think that's awesome, and I think that's, it's so needed. Well, especially because I liked how it wasn't just, like, they were just gay for the sake of being gay. It actually played into the story, especially when yes. you did go back to the third one, like the 1966 one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and it, you know, it, it added actually something to their characters, um, and it was a substantial part of the plot, so I, I actually really enjoyed that as well. Yeah. Um, I also liked how I also, I, you, unlike other slasher movies, like a, like a traditional, like a Friday the 13th or something, where you're essentially just rooting for the, uh, for Jason to kill all the stupid teenagers. I like how on this one you actually, because it's like three movies over the course of it, you do kind of get to care about the characters a little bit more. That's why I won't give away too much of my thoughts yet about each individual one, but the first one I think is actually my least favorite of the three. Um, because you're still kind of getting to know all these characters. Um, but by the end, like, you really do care about them. You didn't want to see them die. Um... And it, what it was even better about that, and this I think is the writing and the acting, as well as that um, the actors were mostly unknown. Like, I've never 
heard of any of these actors before. Like, the only two I've, I recognized at all were obviously the main girl in... Um, the second one in 1978 was the girl from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And then also at the very beginning of the first one, 1994, the girl who gets killed by the skull mask killer is also in Stranger Things. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. She And she's also the real-life daughter of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. Um, oh, no way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, there you go, guys. Learn something new every day. <laughs> um so yeah, but I mean, like I said, for being all unknown actors, I think they all did a really good job of, of making you care about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a pretty big cast, too, because really, you think about three movies, um, obviously there was a lot of overlap of characters, but like the second one had a lot of different characters in the first one, and the third one had some different characters as well, so... But they all still try to, you know, follow like like a similar storyline, because like people that you see... You know, in the first one, are obviously like reflected in the third one and stuff, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think the second one's probably the most different in that yeah. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, but what else, Marlena? Like, what other specific things did you like? Like um, the I, music, or the direction, or anything like that? Um, I w- I would say that the overall visuals like are are really nice and bright, um, especially in the first one so 1994 it's obviously based in the 90s um so there's a lot of like you know neon colors still and like you know you know just like going to the mall a lot of songs like needle drops yeah songs from that time period yes brings me back (laughs) brings me back y'all um yeah no i really like that as well as like the overall aesthetic in the second movie which is like very like friday the 13th um, but I, I like that kind of stuff. I like that summery vibe. You know, it's also reflective in Sleepaway Camp. That's what so, I was going to say. The two things that it reminded me most of were Friday the 13th and Sleepaway yeah. Camp. So I, I like that as well as I like the visuals in um, the last one. So uh, 1666 um, gave me like major witch, like the witch vibes mm-hmm. um, from Robert Eggers there. Um yeah, I thought they were all, like, really cool in terms of, like, the, the visual aspect that they presented because I think it was truly spot on. Um, another thing that I liked... Well, going off that, just... Sorry, for sorry. one second. Um, I actually really like how they did a good job of, of making each of those three time periods distinct and capturing kind of the uniqueness of each of those things um, because I do think they were inspired by things like the first one, uh, at least the very beginning, is obviously very Scream. Yes. Um... And kind of that 90s teen horror thing. Um, and then, like you said, the second one, uh, it was very Friday the 13th. And not only that, but there's, like, they did, like, Netflix, like, I think their Instagram account or something put out, like, there was, like, direct visual homages to different specific parts in, like, the Friday the 13th movies. And even uh, the music, some yes. of the music cues were taken directly from the original Friday the 13th and Friday the 13th Part 2. Um and then the third one, yeah, definitely felt like The Witch, and uh, even its cinematography was more of like that natural lighting, that kind of gray daylight, mm-hmm. uh, like almost more like saturated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I enjoyed that, and then I also enjoyed how they captured the time period, not only in the, the characters, like costuming and, and all like that kind of style, but the killers each kind of matched up with somebody, like some more famous movie killer, essentially like the dime store version of that killer. Like the first one. The, the skull mask guy is obviously like ghost face, just in the way he walks and stuff and looks. 
Um, and then the Nightwing killer is, is like Jason, like specifically Jason in part two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even, um, like some of the other, like lesser known ones, like, um, uh, the girl, the girl who sings kind of reminded me almost of like something from Japan. Like I think of like audition. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. Neither have I, I, but I but... know what it. I know what it's about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and I, so I do like how like it's almost like they're homaging all these different things. There's even like a plague mask guy at, at some point. Uh huh. A, um, a kid with a baseball bat and a child, the kind of face. Yeah, almost like I mean it's not like Chucky, but like. But I but I almost think of like the Purge when I think of something like that. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but yeah, I mean I I just think like. All these different homages, yeah. I I think like um, even though that it had a supernatural element to it, it really did feel like a very traditional slasher film in that sense, Um, especially the second one. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. Nice. Um, Yeah. Anything else? Like any other specific things you really liked about it that you want to touch Um, on? I I would say I really enjoyed uh, the kills. Mm-hmm. And the diversity and, you know, the uniqueness of them. I really, really like that. I think my favorite one is um, in the first one where her head, um, I forget what her name is, but her head gets that's run through a bread slicer. Too. I'm like, yeah, that's what that's what we need, you know? <laughs> Just raw, uncensored, brain-slicing madness. Well, that's actually another thing, and you reminded me of something I was going to say, like, in terms of something I liked, um, was the fact that... You know, these are obviously inspired, I wouldn't even say based on, um, but inspired by the Fear Street books by R.L. Stein. Yep. But those were more like, their audience was like 13 to 16, like yeah, that range. Yeah, this is like rated this R. Was, this is like a hard R. And I actually kind of like that because it showed that the makers of this really knew who their audience were. Because I don't even think this was meant for a teen I audience. I don't think so. I think it's meant for people like our age and even a little older who grew up, grew up reading these books yeah. and are now a little older. Uh, and it definitely plays in, like, this nostalgia and stuff. Yeah. Um, See, I never, when I was growing up, like, I knew of Fear Street, but I never really read it just because, like, I mean, I was born in 1995, so I was just a little, little munchkin running around. Um, if anything, I read Goosebumps. Well, yeah. Yeah. That was more me too. Like, I, I knew of Fear Street. I think I only read one Fear Street book because my older brother... Mm-hmm. owned one yeah um but i don't really remember it that well or at all really um but i, I kind of know like the style like and and that's really the you know if we transition into like maybe what we didn't like uh that's really the only big complaint that it's not even something i had because i didn't read the fair street books but i i did read online is that essentially it's called fair street but like none it has really nothing to do at all with any of the fair street books because the fair street books like the style they were 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 like um, they were, like, they did feature, like, killing and stuff like that, but it wasn't as brutal or anything, and it wasn't, like, the main focal point. It was, like, you know, like, the typical trope Fear Street book would be, like, the babysitters watching the kids, and then, like, oh, her crazy ex-boyfriend is gonna come, and he's like, you'll never leave me, like, that kind of more, like, teenage soapy kind of gotcha. scariness, like, not like this at all. Yeah, because so, this is, like, full-on, like, demonology and shit. And yeah, there wasn't really any supernatural elements to the original Fear Street. It was more like, like there would be like, like ghosts and stuff like that. Like, oh my, my ex-girlfriend's coming to haunt me or whatever the fuck. But like, it wasn't like this where it's like witchcraft and Satan and everything like that. Jeez. Um, so I, that was like really the only 
the major complaint I heard online is that like it's called Fear Street, even though it really has nothing to do with Fear Street. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's really more about homaging like the '90s and that time period, really mm-hmm. more than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think you said is just right. I think they, um, like the directors and everybody who made this um, these movies. Um, I'm, I'm going to call it a mini-series, because if anything, I think it's more of a mini-series, really did know um, their audience, and they knew, like, because oh, when we saw it, we were like, oh, Fear Street? Wow! <laughs> Hi, my name's R.L. Stein. I write the Fear Street books. Re <laughs> No. We were anticipating... Well, I was kind of hoping for R.L. Stein to make an appearance, but... I didn't think he He's, would. like, 3,000 years old, so I don't know. Well, also, Maybe it was like- an off day for him. Plus, I think, like, Arl Stein is, like, now, like, more just devoted to, like, Goosebumps and, like, the more, like, 9 to 12 audience range and not something so adult like this. Like, this is, like, that's the thing. Like, this is super adult. Well, there's swearing, there's sex scenes, there's blood Lots gore. Lots of sex scenes. Yeah, I, I was actually blown away because... You were shocked. You were I like, why like, is this on Netflix? I was like, this is on Netflix? Like, this is the kind of shit you find on, like, I don't know, like, the, the Android box or something illegal like this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was not anticipating that this would be on Netflix. So, I mean, I'm glad Netflix it was. Netflix has some it, intense stuff. There we go. I don't know, man. I need to watch more movies and stuff. More hard R yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> like faces of death kind of shit. So, well, let me ask you actually this. Maybe as like a, did you like it or not? Like, what do you think of like the actual like storyline, the actual plot? I thought, you know what? I thought, was it like engaging? Yeah, I thought it was good. Because I thought, yeah, like, it's about this witch, and she's angry, and she's gonna pull some spooky shit on these teenagers, but no, twist, it's actually Sheriff Nick Good and his ancestry that just caused a bitch shit show, and, like, yeah, I thought it was good, and I was like, this is good, it comes full circle. I like when stuff happens like that, you know? It's very good. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I will admit, like, when I, especially the first one, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm into this, like, weird, like, uh, supernatural, like, plotting with this witch. I wish, it, I wish it was almost, like, just, like, more focused on the killers or, or something like that. But I will admit, I actually think by the third one, I think you're right, it did bring things back together. And, I mean, it made it make sense and it incorporated a lot of elements from the first two movies. And it kind of, it did wrap it up, and I think, pretty well, um... And, and, and satisfactorily, in my opinion. Um, also, I really enjoyed, like, how... So, if you're looking back at the... F- well, the third movie. So, from 1666, like, where the settlement is and, like, that tree and all that. And then you see that kind of be the campground and campsite and, and, and um, summer camp, I mean. And then you see it transition into the mall. I was like, wow, look at this tree. <laughs> surviving all kinds of shit. No, I liked it, though. It was good. Nice. Well, all right. I guess, You know what? Let's maybe um, uh, transition into... Was there anything you didn't like? Um, I didn't... Okay, well, here's the thing. I like how they were a week apart, but at the same time, I wish they weren't a week apart, because now what do I do? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. There's only three so you of just them. didn't like because of that ended. Yes. Well, I didn't like how quickly it ended. I feel like, well, I don't know, and that's the thing. If they draw, if they drew this out over even, let's say, five episodes, I feel like it would really start to drag. 
If anything, they should, like, maybe have, you know, something come out around Halloween or, like, a new kind of, um, like, story or something like that. So, so yeah, so I guess that um, ties in well with something I was going to ask you is that it did obviously end with the implication that there's going to be some kind of sequel with, like, somebody taking away the book that was used to summon yeah, all the killers. Yeah, yeah. So, would you want, like, a sequel? Like, another... Even if it wasn't, like, another three, but even just, like, another one, would you want that? Um, well, okay, that's the thing. I actually really like how the story ended. I think it was a good close. Maybe they just put that there as, like, ooh, like, leave it up to, like, the viewer's imagination or some shit. What if it was, like... Not with the same characters, a different story, but, like, the similar idea of, like, killers coming back and, like... Well, I don't know. I think that's where it would be really repetitive. I think, if anything, they should have a complete different story. But similar concept, like, have the three movies there. Maybe somehow link them together. I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But now that's the thing. It's like they've done it, re- in my mind, I think they've done a really good job. And it's like, well, how do you replicate that but still be different? Like, I don't know, dude. I mean, no, you're, you're bringing up a good point in the sense that uh, obviously we both seem to have really enjoyed it. But, yeah, you wouldn't want them to just make another one for the sake of it. Because I, I, I do agree with you. I do think it ended on a pretty good note. But there was closure. There wasn't anything that I was, like, left wondering about. Mm-hmm. Um like, if anything, the only thing I could see is, like, if they did, like, almost, like, a little mini anthology of just, like, honestly, just, like, even, like, like, half an hour episodes and maybe just, like, tell the backstory of some of, like, the killers you didn't really get to see a lot oh, of. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Like, an episode yeah. with, like, the, the boy with the mask, the, the milkman with the disfigured face, the yes. girl. Yes, I think that would be actually really good. Maybe just, like, yeah, like, an antho- anthology or something with, like, each of the killers yeah or even like maybe half episodes like half an hour is this and then half an hour is the other character like yeah i'd like knowing that stuff you know backstory i like that shit it's good there you go hit hit me up netflix i'll write it for you there we go (laughs) um anything else that you didn't like anything uh, that was questionable Um, for you honestly i'm pretty easy to please so i thought it was good okay so maybe what about you you know I think you're right. There isn't really anything major that stands out um, to me. Uh, I do wish, like, the only thing maybe is I would say is, like, if there was, like, a little bit more stakes. Because essentially all, like, the major characters kind of got out of it fine. Um, Why? You wanted people to die? Well, I always like when they put stakes into things. Like, I always go back to, like, I think, like, one of the, I think the best shows of all time until the final season is Game of Thrones because you, there was real stakes, because they did kill off major characters, and you were never really, you never really felt like one of your favorite characters was ever truly safe. Um, yeah, but at the same time, I would say arguably one of my favorite characters was the cop, and he died. Well, you like, what, like, like him in terms of, like, before you found out he was a villain, or after? Like, both. Okay. Well, okay, if, if I'm going to be honest, a little bit before, I was like, yeah, his name is literally Nick Good, therefore he shall be good. Well, that was, that was like actually the only um, thing that I found was a little bit too on the nose when they were, like, writing the stuff on the wall, they were like, good is evil. And it's just like... Oh, I didn't get it. Wait, did, when did they write this? In the but, mall? Yeah, in the mall at the very end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, that's a little on the nose. I like that. 
And also, there was, like, a lot of, like, social commentary in this that I also thought was a little bit on the nose, like, oh, the rich people are the clearly the evil ones, and then they're, like, well, they feeding are. off the poor people. They are. It's... It's society. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's what, what I'm saying. What are you telling me? This stuff doesn't happen today? I'm just saying, like, the social commentary was a little on the nose. No. <laughs> no. Um, all right. Well, maybe let's, let's maybe break down each one individually. So, starting with, like, the first one, 1994, um, did you think it was, like, a good way to start it? Like, um, with that kind of scream homage opening yeah, and everything. Yeah, I like that. You know, because it, it grasps your attention. It's something that you're familiar with. You play the music. You see the familiar scenes. At, like, like, um, oh my god. Like, the mall. Like, school. And it's like, ooh, what is this shit? Yeah, I think it was a good way to start it. It's like, nice and, like, upbeat. And then moving on to the second one, did you like that kind of transition and that Yeah, kind of no, no, I love that. I love it when you go back in time, like, 20 years, and it's, like, it's a whole different time period, and you see how people act, and, like, some of the characters were younger back then, and it's just interesting to see that. Also, are we going to tell, like, our favorite and stuff like that? Well, let's get into that after. Okay. So, yeah, then yeah. finally, the final one's 1966, um, which was kind of really just half that and half. A continuation of 1994. See, okay, okay. One thing going back to the whole thing. Oh, do you wish there was, like, would you change anything? Okay, so when the, uh, like, what happened exactly? Um, I can't even remember her name. The girl with the curly hair, dark curly hair. Um, she's, like, back in time in, like, all Witchyville. And then something happens and she gets, like, teleported. Or, no, no, she finds out that Nick Good is actually, like, evil and shit. And then she gets teleported back to, like, like modern day or whatever. I actually think that should have just been, it's, like, it should have been a four-parter. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember, like, we, we paused it and I was like, wait, what the frick? How, how long is this? Because it said, like, uh, Fear Street 1994 Part 2. And I was like, wait, what? We didn't even, like... Netflix didn't even say, do you want to continue? It just did it. And I was like, oh my god, it's the same thing. I think that should have been separate. Okay. Because, I, you know what, I actually really enjoyed um, the uh, uh, 1666 and, like, the whole time period there. Yeah. Alright. What about you? No, I mean, I... I feel like I'm getting angry for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck! Jesus Christ. Um... No, I, I enjoyed it as well, and, and, you know, you were talking about, like, wanting more. Maybe they could have, I don't know exactly, extended it more, but um, separated that, so it was, like, 1994 Part 2. Yeah. Uh, it was its own separate thing. Yeah. All right, well, you know what, Leslie, so, yeah, let's get into it. So, let's let's do this. Um, yes, let's. How would you rank them? Let's do it together. All right. Let's, starting from, we'll start from 3 to 1. So, what was your number 3? So your third, so your least favorite. First one. Me too. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Did you want to say why, or, or are we going to wait till afterwards? I mean, I don't know, I think we've kind of talked talked about it so much, I don't know. Yeah. I, it, okay. Like, I think, well, for me, I'll just say, like, I think it was just my first, least favorite of the three, and I did like it still, because we were still kind of getting used to the characters and not really sure what direction this all was going to take. Although we said it had our favorite kill in the series, so. That's true. Um, alright, fine, number two. Number two is the third one. Me too. <laughs> wow, it's like, we're the same person! 
Yeah, I mean, I like the, the like, we, we said we like the ending, how it wrapped up, and I just really like the aesthetic of that 1666 thing. Me too. I like when they do, like, the, the accents and stuff, and, like, dress. Some of the accents were a little silly, though. That's okay. <laughs> I'm into the silliness. Um, but yeah, when they have the accents, and they, they dress up in all their, like, um, like, colonial garb and shit. It was just funny, because... We just finished playing that game. Yes, I got total vibes from that too. Well, what was that game? Um, uh, Little the, Hope. Little Hope, uh, the dark uh, something. Pictures anthology. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking of Oh Mary. She's going to. Well, also because like the... essentially it's so it's another story about 1666 Salem witch trials where. There's characters in the current, in the present, yes. who have reflections in the past, and yes. it's like the exact same thing. That's good. Maybe they they found inspiration from the game. You almost said stole. <laughs> they stole inspiration. Um, but in all seriousness, though, I really don't know what the full title is. Is it called? What is it called? The, the Dark, Dark Pictures An- Anthology. Yeah. Little Hope. Yes. So I think you guys should play this game. It's very good. Yeah, you don't even need any gaming skills. You just need to know how to press buttons. Well, that's all video games. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Anyways, you don't need to know how to do anything. If you can read English, um, and if you don't learn, um, just play this game. It's good. That's all you need to know. Okay. So then number one, obviously... Is 1978. So, okay, so why was it your favorite, though? It was my favorite because I think it brought back, like, the whole, like, Friday the 13th vibes. And, like, I was thinking back to the time where we, like, binged all of them in the summer. And I really liked that. Um, as well, like, I would say it's up there in terms of, like, favorite horror movies is, like, Sleepaway Camp. So, I, I like that. Also, being that it's summertime and, like... I mean, I'm old and withered away now, so I'm not really going to summer camp, but, like, I think back to the days when I was young, and I would go to, like, girl guide camp and and whatever camp I went to, and, like, it was good, and I like that, and I miss that. And so that's the thing. I need to mooch my, my, uh, I need to watch movies nostalgia. now. Yes, nostalgia. Thank you. Well, it's funny, because I like this, the summer camp thing, too, and I never went to summer camp. Well, um, I'm sorry for you. Well, that was actually the other thing I was going to mention, mentioning Sleepaway Camp. The only other actor that we did recognize is the bitchy girl in 1978 was the little girl girl version of Jessie from Gerald's Game. Um, Yeah. She did a really good job of acting. Yeah, no, and she reminded me of the bitchy... Yes! uh, Bully who gets killed with the with the iron off the vagina. Her name is what, Judy. Angel. Oh, Judy. Judy. Yeah, yeah. Angel is the main girl. Yeah, yeah Judy from Sleepaway Camp. Was, she, I was getting such vibes she like gets that. Rotted. <laughs> she gets rotted. She gets rotted by the by the straightener. Jesus, that um, hurt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought she did a really good job, and uh, yeah, I I I was. It's my favorite of the three because like it just it brought back a lot of memories. It brought back like you know. Watching Friday the Thirteenth, like the the music, the vibes and stuff like that. I like that. And it was like the most straightforward like slasher, and I think obviously it was trying to homage those original slashers from back then. Uh, you know, what I the only thing I found so weird about it is why they called it 1978 instead of like like 1980 to get in like that 80s thing. But maybe that's just been overplayed. I don't know. Yeah. 
Because, like, would you say the slash... Like, yes, I know the slashers were predominantly in the 80s. Like, 1978 like, was the year many people consider, like, the slasher age to have first started. Because that's Halloween. Yeah. Is 1978. But Friday the 13th didn't come out until 1980. Yeah, I don't know what their prerogative was there. But, like, good effort. Um, <laughs> really liked the movie. Uh, yeah. No, me too. Oh, and, and I forgot. There was another person we recognized. Um... The one random kid from the Halloween 2018 was in it. Yes, And he gets killed right. in the outhouse. That's right. Yeah, I think he gets his head chopped off. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, all around a good time. Yeah, so, um, do we do ratings on this show? I can't remember. Um. Don't we do, usually do out of ten, or is it out of five, or? Uh, let's do out of. We haven't done this in so yeah, long. I don't know who I am anymore. Um, let's do it out of ten, because five is too, too hard for me. Okay, but um, then don't do half points. No, I won't do half points. Um, okay, so Fear Street. So, um, is this overall? Is overall? Yes, this is overall. Okay. Okay, so how many Fear Street books out of ten would you give this? <laughs> how, how many, how many witch incantations? Yeah. Devil, uh, yeah. deals? That's right. How many deals of Satan? Wait, me or you first? You, you. Me first? Yes, sir. i probably go... I'd go eight. Eight Fear Street Devil Incantations. <laughs> nice. I would... I'd probably... Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. I almost said an 8.5, but I just remember what we just said. <laughs> yeah, I think a solid eight's all around a good time. Um, however, I'm just a little bit concerned how they're planning on doing this. For the future, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, for me, like, I, the reason I think I said A is because I, I actually really did enjoy it, and I think it was really good. It didn't blow me away with its amazingness or anything, but it was a solid, and I liked it, so. That's right. Yeah. It's good. Check it out. All right, so I think that's it. Um, I know we haven't done a podcast in a while, and I apologize for that. We're going to try to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we might even do, like, a... 2021 movie preview now that everything's opened back up again with movie theaters and we actually plan on going to a movie theater this weekend for the first time since like literally i think a year um, i know it's so crazy to think covid holy till um so yeah um but uh so keep your eyes out for that but other than that marlena where can uh, where can they find us Oh man, you can find us. <laughs> Don't sound too excited. <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud and YouTube. No, nope. no, <laughs> nope. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Also, uh, by the way, you know what I found out? You know it's not even called like iTunes Podcast anymore. It's called like Apple Podcast. Oh, for fuck's sake! You can find us on SoundCloud and Apple Fruit Podcast, <laughs> all on the sick sploopy handle, Spook Notes. Um, if you have any question, comments, and hopefully no concerns ever, you can shoot us an email at Spook Notes. At oh my goodness, my voice is given out here. <clears throat> Spook Notes at Gmail as always, we enjoy hearing from you, and let us know if you've seen Fear Street. Which one was your favorite? Which one was your favorite? Which one was your least favorite? Uh, would you recommend this? Have you played that game we were talking about? Have you read Fear Street? That's right. Um, are, are you fearful? Oh my god. Uh, Alright. Oh, wait, one more question I was oh going to ask you. Oh, Lord. What, of, of all the different killers, which one was your favorite? Oh, um... I would say the the slasher with the axe 
Yeah, the Camp Nightwing dude. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I, I will say, just for, in terms of the way he looked, that the, the disfigured milkman was very creepy. He's creepy, but I also like the guy with that, like, welding mask or whatever over. The plague doctor mask? Yeah. It's not really a... Was it a plague doctor? The kind, like, the really big guy you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of plague doctor-y. I don't know. I don't know. That All right. spooky. Anyways, cool. guys, have a spooky day or spooky night, depending where you are. Um, and as always, don't, don't forget, forget to, to cite the spook, spook notes. notes. Bye. Bye.